America This Week, October 30th to November 5th, 2022. Midterm panic, another dystopian presidential speech, sweeping threat warnings, the DHS exposed, Bibby returns, the Air Force denies sky penis reports, three election headlines, and more. Welcome to the special Who the Hell Knows Midterm edition of America This Week. Reminder, if you want to listen to Walter Kern and Matt Taibbi's election preview, please visit taibbi.substack.com. For the print collection of pre-midterm horrors, and there are a lot, even by the standards of this column, read on. Top headlines. Midterms. The basics. By Wednesday a.m., Americans will finish voting in midterm congressional elections. Although it's unlikely we'll know the results for a month or more, thanks to a bizarre new phenomenon of American local governments being unable to count, see third story below. Two years after Joe Biden's election, start with a truism. Midterms often feature a swing against any newly elected president. The only recent exception was in 2002, when George W. Bush's Republicans gained in both houses amid post-9-11 fervor. Though ours under Donald Trump gained two Senate seats in 2018, they lost 41 in the House, while D's under Barack Obama lost six in the Senate seats and a pucker-inducing 63 in the House. The scenario Biden supporters dread is the Bill Clinton outcome, when Dems in 1994 lost both houses in an all-time face-whacking, giving up eight Senate seats and 54 House seats. Absent polling, which increasingly is about as reliable as corporate journalism, i.e. at best in the vicinity of true, fundamentals point to a Republican wipeout, especially with majorities of voters in both parties calling the plummeting economy very important to their choice. However, in key races, polls consistently reveal voters want to pick Republican but can't stand the Republican candidate. The GOP only needs a one-seat pickup to win the Senate, but the five crucial races are furious, depressing toss-ups. Arizona Democrat Mark Kelly supposedly leads Blake Masters by five points. Nevada Dem Catherine Cortez Masto and GOP challenger Adam Laxalt are said to be tied 47-47. to Georgia incumbent Raphael Warnock is reported three points, 49-46, to up on all-time college running back and off-confused Republican personage Herschel Walker. And Pennsylvania stroke victim John Fetterman is shown leading by five over carpet-bagging TV doctor Mehmet Oz though a catastrophic debate performance may not be reflected yet. Conventional wisdom says R's breeze in the House and the Senate is a coin flip, but the WTF factor in American politics makes betting harder than ever, in part thanks to midterms, the panic. The elections feature a range of subplots involving rare existential panic levels in both parties. Voters are being told, as both a negative and positive incentive to vote, that flip control of Congress will mean full-scale Republican investigations into the likes of Joe and Hunter Biden, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the Justice Department, and Targets. In campaigning, there are widespread reports of, even for America, unusually high ugliness levels in the Dirty Tricks Department. L.A. Republican Michelle Steele's Jay Chen, who's perfect for China, attack ad, depicting a pair of Chinese communist agents praising Chen because he supported Bernie Sanders for Supreme Leader, is already a red-baiting classic. California has a top-two voting format that often results in two Democrats running against one another on Election Day. And as such, in another L.A. race, incumbent Democrat Jimmy Gomez sent out mailers accusing opponent David Kim of campaigning with QAnon MAGA support, 
even though Kim is to the left of Gomez. Meanwhile in Wisconsin, armed sheriff's deputies have been reported questioning voters dropping off mail-in votes. While in Pinal County, Arizona Sheriff Mark Lamb has reportedly sent out mailers encouraging private citizens to patrol activity around drop box locations. All of this behavior was inspired by the 2020 election denial movie, 2000 Mules, which CNN has taken to surrounding any mention of with two disclaimers, e.g., the thoroughly debunked film, which baselessly claimed, while Republicans have warned Democrats are planning a permanent election insurrection via mass election fraud. Pundits in the respectable press have been shrieking, this is not the wrong word, that Republican, victory will mean, that Republican victory will mean the end of civilization. With presidential historian Michael Beschloss even saying on MSNBC, we would be six days away from losing our rule of law, and our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. Every election in America since the appearance of Donald Trump in politics has been pitched as a life-or-death event but we've never seen anything like the dueling levels of psychogenic terror in these midterms. Midterms, Biden's speech. Joe Biden went on TV a week before the vote and delivered a speech almost Stalin-esque in style, playing a besieged leader firing off a distress signal from a heavily guarded outpost of a republic, on the verge of toppling to wreckers and other internal threats. Even the staging was dramatic, as if the leader was hurried in front of a portable podium and flags kit perhaps underground, vents clogging with blood as shock troops hold off fascist invaders with bayonets. He spoke throughout in passages laden with ominous double meanings, opening with remarkable rhetoric, connecting last week's hammer attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul with January 6th and concluding with a bizarre warning that we won't know the winner of the election for a few days because it takes time to count all legitimate ballots, adding, it's always been important for citizens in the democracy to be informed. Now it's important for a citizen to be patient. On one hand, this may be just normal politics, as five of the top six concerns of voters heading into Tuesday are essentially no-fly zones for Democrats at present. The economy, education, energy policy, health care, and crime are all losers, leaving just one issue, the future of democracy in this country, that is likely to rally the base. There have been whispers for weeks that democracy itself would be a central theme for Democrats in the stretch run. On the one hand, just logical politics. On the other, a sitting president first warning that his opponents are a violent existential threat and then announcing in advance that counting votes may take a long time, especially in the context of unfavorable polling, is certain to elevate conspiratorial doubts about coming results, especially if a Democrat is declared a paper-thin winner in a key close race in Georgia or Pennsylvania after many weeks. Why does it suddenly take so long to count votes in this country? Biden implied, it's always been that way, but it hasn't. You couldn't script a scenario more likely to produce instability and suspicion. Midterms, risk of violence. One of the most bizarre themes of midterm coverage has been the near-daily sounding of alarms by politicians and pundits about potential violence on or after election day. In a way, whether or not there actually does turn out to be violence may be the only important result we get on election day, as it's become increasingly difficult to judge whether warnings about violence are real or a political tactic, perhaps related to the same kind of official messaging The Intercept reported on this past week. On one hand, it was a tad jarring when Donald Trump mused if Mitch McConnell had a death wish for opposing him, 
but the warnings have been so multitudinous as to be almost gleeful. Mary McCord, the former acting assistant attorney general for national security, went on PBS to warn about political violence related to our elections. We saw the Washington Post rush to do a poll asking if Americans are concerned about politically motivated violence. They totally are, says the Post. The conventional wisdom charters 538.com ran a piece asking what Americans think about political violence. They think it's okay, sometimes. And countless news outlets ran stories about local and federal law enforcement officials warning about nebulous threats to election workers, politicians, and election legitimacy. In one of the most dramatic warnings, MSNBC's Matto blog solemnly detailed gaining access to bulletins marked for official use only that came from the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI and National Counterterrorism Center warning of domestic violence extremism, or DVE in law enforcement circles. Again, is this real, or is this the same kind of pre-election fear-mongering the DHS is known to have engaged in as far back as 2004, when former Homeland Security chief claims he was asked to elevate America's public threat posture for political reasons? Will there be mayhem, or won't there be? A key question next week 